Good morning, safety leaders, and welcome to this episode of the Safety Wisdom Tin Pits, brought to you by the Reliance Steel and Aluminum Safety Team. This is episode number 16, and my name is Rick Lang, Safety Specialist for the Central Region. It's the visit that every facility finds intimidating. The Occupational Health and Safety Administration inspector has just shown up unexpectedly. Your heart rate and blood pressure increases as your adrenaline causes your stress level to rise. Your pupils begin to enlarge and your body starts to sweat. Are you ready should an OSHA inspector come knocking at your door? To protect your colleagues and your business, you'll need to do OSHA's job before they do. What can you expect during that visit? What should you do when an inspector from OSHA shows up? We have shared with you the top 10 OSHA violations, why they happen, and the signs of how you are at risk in the preventative checklist. In today's episode, we would like to share with you how you can survive an OSHA inspection. We will be discussing what triggers an inspection, what to expect, and share some tips for success. There are several things that can trigger an OSHA inspection. First of all, a programmed inspection through a random selection. Secondly, a colleague complaint. Third, an intimate danger at your facility. Fourth, a reported fatality. Fifth, hospitalization, an amputation, or a loss of an eye. Sixth, a referral from a government agency. Seventh, the facility is a targeted industry. And finally, number eight, a follow-up inspection from a past visit. Whatever triggers an OSHA inspection at your facility, it is always best to be nice. Attitude is everything. When OSHA shows up, you can expect that no advance notice will be given. You'll be visited by a compliance safety and health officer. When they arrive, the compliance officer must first contact the owner or the manager that is in charge. The compliance officer are authorized to enter without delay during your regular business hours. If no one is in charge that is available, you will be given an hour to contact your management team before they count it as a refusal. You have the right of refusal, however, the denial will be documented and the compliance officer will most likely come back with a warrant. In good faith, if management representatives are not present, you will need to contact them as quickly as possible. Before OSHA comes, have a plan in place. Educate your colleagues on their role and how they should communicate with OSHA. Now would be a good time to contact your safety specialist. At best, to avoid the right of refusal unless there's a very good reason. The compliance officer must conduct an opening conference to explain the nature, the purpose, and the scope of the inspection. They must present their OSHA ID card. They will let you know which records they would like to review, 
and they will explain if they're doing any testing, monitoring, or sampling. Again, it is very important to be nice. Attitude is everything. Have a predetermined process in place for an OSHA inspection. Prior to the opening conference, instruct a colleague to share with the rest of your site that there will be an OSHA inspection. This would be a good time to review any low-hanging fruit in the inspection path. If they request records, only provide those that they request. Do not volunteer any records that you have in the file. Next is the walk-around. The compliance officer is required to bring any apparent violations to your attention. Here are some tips for success that can be helpful. First of all, accompany the compliance officer during the entire walk around. If possible, limit the area of investigation to only what is necessary based on the scope of the inspection. Protect any trade secrets by requesting proof that the compliance officer needs to be in that area where trade secrets are held. If photos and videos are taken, you also can take the same photo and or videos. Take notes, ask questions, and don't volunteer any information. Repair small violations immediately and if possible on the spot. Thoroughly explain to the inspector your facility processes and know that he may not be knowledgeable for that process. Avoid any confusion by providing adequate context. Stay on top of your housekeeping activities that can cause accidents. Ensure there is a clear access of all emergency equipment, such as fire extinguishers and eyewash stations. Ensure that all colleagues are wearing the correct PPEs. Ensure that your colleagues know how to access the safety data sheets. Ensure that your colleagues know how to access the written safety programs, including emergency responses and hazard communication plans. If there are any colleague interviews, here are a few things that you can expect. The compliance officer is allowed to interview a reasonable number of colleagues. Colleagues may be interviewed either individually or in a group. Employers are not allowed to be present at the majority of the interviews. However, an authorized colleague representative is allowed. If managers are interviewed, the employer is permitted to attend. The interview process can be intimidating and very stressful. Before an OSHA visit, train your colleagues to answer the compliance officer's questions respectfully and honestly. Teach them to look out for OSHA baiting. If a colleague is uncomfortable or unsure about how to answer any of the questions, they can request that their supervisor be present during the remainder of the interview. And never try to intimidate colleagues to be deceptive or dishonest during the interview. The truth will be discovered. Next is the review of records. The compliance officer will likely look for records that are of follows. Your OSHA 300 and 300A logs. 
your current PPE hazard assessments. A labor law poster that's hung in high traffic areas, hazard communication programs, your emergency action plans, training records, equipment inspection documentation. Again, only provide records that are required. Keep a record of what OSHA copies. And if you don't have what OSHA is needing, fax or email those records within 24 hours. In the closing conference, the compliance officer will describe any apparent violations to you, recommend corrective actions, and let you know of any deadlines. If you had sampling done and they have the results available, they need to provide them to you. If lab work is required, you will receive them at a later time. After the inspection, OSHA will issue any citations within six months. After receiving the citation, you must respond to all items within 15 days. The citation must be posted at or near the alleged violation. Citations will be classified as other than serious, serious, willful, or repeated. If a citation is received, it is generally recommended to choose the option of having an informal conference. During the informal conference, you can expect that it will be held at the OSHA office or over the phone. Typically, the conference will be carried out with the area or the assistant area director. Each citation will be addressed one at a time and in order. You will be expected to present your argument and or abatement. Your highest level of management should attend as well as any managers who are involved. If a citation has some truth to it, take ownership, give context, and ask for a reduction in penalty and or severity. Can your facility pass an OSHA inspection? I believe that it can. However, the key to it is preparation and training. Be aware of your low-hanging fruit and work toward eliminating any hazards. Contact your safety specialist for any suggestions and help. We are here to serve you. And use this episode as a cheat sheet to success. As always, let me once again encourage you to use the smart safety practices in your workplace. Stop. Stop your coworker from completing an unsafe act. Mention. Mention to your coworker why you stopped him or her. Act. Act on the engagement of finding another solution. Review. Review the unsafe act again with the actions that were taken. And train. Train others in the resolution that was discovered. I hope that you have gained a safety skill today. If you know of anyone who could benefit from this episode, please pass it on. Safety is everyone's business.